Welcome back to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Pree, and today I have Esteban Ramirez with me. How you doing, Esteban? Good, brother. How you doing? Good, man. How's your day going? It's been good. Uh, it's been a real busy week. Uh, I'm a general manager at a uh, MMA gym. Also, it's a fitness gym, too. Uh, but we got a lot of big things going on over there. So it's been it's been a real busy week. Where are you located at? Uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Okay. How long have you been doing yeah. that? Um, well, I've always been a fan of like MMA for a while now. But as far as like really training and really getting deep into it, it's probably been like a year, nine months now. Okay. And do you, are you training in any specific discipline or, or, is, or is there something that you're... Everything, man. Okay. Um, a lot of people ask me like, well, you have to have a favorite one. And, and my thing is like, I, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a tough guy at all, you know, but, but my thing is, is like, if I ever get in a position, like where if, if somebody wants to fight me on the ground, we can go there. If you want to stand up and bang, we can go there too. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm going to win, but yeah. I, I want to be ready for wherever the fight has to go. Yeah. And when you train for that stuff, dude, I mean, it's, you're, you're already uh, kind of ahead of the game in a little, you know, a little bit. Yes. Uh, so what, what was the question? No, no. What I'm saying is, is that oh. w- when you train, you're already a little bit ahead of the game because you're, oh. I mean, especially if you get into a fight, because some dude, he might be really, really amped up and like ready to go. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. Oh yeah. That's uh there's now I'm sure you listen to Joe Rogan, but I feel like I'm on the Joe Rogan podcast right now. <laughs> but uh, Thanks, man. He, yeah, he, he talks about uh, this, uh, this dude, he he's like a super high level Muay Thai fighter, and this guy, uh, I think he was say talking. Maybe it was a situation. He's like, imagine like you're drunk, right, and you're going at this guy who's a professional fighter, and and you have these intentions, like you just want to hit him, right, and you're you're just full of anger, and all the all the all the Thai guy has to do is just wait and block, and then you realize like, okay, like you're tired now. That took thirty seconds, and I'm not tired at all, so I yeah. can pick you apart. I think, and Rogan talks about this like. Fighting is like a real life, like superhero skill. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I could be everybody up, but as far as like against like an average person, it's it's really a superhero skill. Yeah, yeah, especially when um, I saw some training with these guys like hitting, like hitting bamboo trees with their shins, like trying yeah. to strengthen their shins. Man, that stuff is nuts. I mean, it's watching Muay Thai, man. It's incredibly entertaining, and it's I'm, I wonder why it hasn't taken off, you know, so much considering how entertaining it is. Well, I think as far as the U.S., and I could be wrong, um, but football, baseball, and basketball are the main sports. Yeah. I think uh, I saw somewhere baseball is dying out a little bit. Um, really? But the UFC, like, yeah, MMA is trending, like, really hard. Like, that's becoming cool. Like, you're seeing celebrities doing jiu-jitsu and, like, Wiz Khalifa, he's getting into Muay Thai and all that stuff. Uh, I think, and it's already gotten real big. Um, as far as like, I think it's UFC has only been around for like 25, 26 years, but it's one of the fastest growing sports right now. Yeah. You definitely do see a lot of celebrities doing it nowadays. I don't know if you remember Paul Walker. He was in those fast and furious movies mm-hmm. and he was, I think when he died, he was like a brown belt and beat in Brazilian jujitsu. Dang. That's I did not know yeah, that. A lot, a lot of people right didn't know that he was like undercover uh, with it. Yeah. Just, and that's the crazy thing, man. Like. Like, so when, and I, I was actually talking about this a few days ago, when, when I walked into the gym for the first time, I saw this guy in there. I've never met him before. I've never seen him in my life, but I was just thinking like, man, because at the time, at the time of my life, like 
Uh, well, not at that point, but before I was willing to go against anybody. I had that mentality, like I feel like most people do. Um, is like I can defend myself if I had to. And when I saw him, I was like, damn, you know, if I was at a party, I would, I would and I was drunk, I would try to fight him. But <laughs> now watching him in here is like, you really don't know what people like yeah. can do to you. Yeah. It's scary. There's savages out there that are the nicest people that ever <laughs> that's probably they why they're so you. nice you know because they're <laughs> yeah. so savage you know that they're just yeah, like i don't exactly. they like revert back to uh to something else you know they're like yeah i don't even have yeah. to worry about anything because i'm such a savage yeah <laughs> so you know what man i know that you have a very interesting story and um and i'd like you to to go ahead and and and, and start sharing your story all right sweet so i'm gonna get into this uh if I start getting off track or you want me to talk more about something, uh, just feel free to cut me off and let me know. Um, but so I don't even so if, if I were to start this, um, it probably was towards the end of high school. I want to say like the end of my like senior year. That's when I started getting involved in the wrong crowd and uh, I started smoking a lot more. And uh, like just smoking one thing weed. led to... Yeah, just smoking weed. And then um, one day we ended up with this bottle of Colada pins. And uh, I missed like a whole week of my life. It was probably one of the scariest things that's ever happened to me. But I couldn't remember a week. It was just like um, like parts. Like I would remember like a little bit of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. And to me, it just felt like all one big day. And I was super scared after that, but I didn't really stop doing it. Um, I kept I kept getting uh, high off pills, which would be like benzos. But I'm pretty sure it's like Xanax and stuff like that. Uh, and I left my parents' house and I started living with some. Uh, I apologize. Right? So I started living with um, some people that were really into other things, uh, like worse than just smoking. And uh, I was also involved in a pretty toxic relationship at the time. And I didn't see it, you know. I mean, I'm still I'm still a kid. I consider myself a kid. I'm only 21. I turned 22 in a couple of days. But uh, um, I, I, got, I guess I got heartbroken. I'm not trying to sound corny, but... <laughs> it happens, I was, I was dude. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> I think every guy out there has gotten his heart broken. Exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so that's when I really started getting involved with Xanax. Um, I remember, uh, like, I, I would, I, I was working at uh, Ruby, what, what's that restaurant with the salads, Ruby? Uh, Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays, yeah. And, and I hated working there. And I remember I would take a Xanax because <laughs> my process was like, okay, if I go ahead and take it in the beginning of my shift, I won't even remember the next couple hours. So by the time I leave, I'm good, you know, and, and that like, and I didn't realize that that was going to lead to addiction, which is kind of obvious, but at the time, like with all the stuff that I thought were really big problems in my life, that wasn't that big of a deal. And I started, um, I started getting into painkillers a little bit. It was just a little bit here and there, here and there. Um, and I met this guy and, uh, he, he gave me this opportunity, like like I said, and I don't know if you watched the whole YouTube video that I made about my addiction, but I don't claim to be El Chapo or nothing like that. But I was making enough money to support myself. Um, nobody else was supporting my habits. Uh, I was able to pay for new clothes, like a little bit of jewelry. Um, and 
and so that was just really like with weed and then it just led into harder things uh for me to move and i instead of saving uh, a good bit of the money i was just getting high off my own supply and uh yeah like that i don't know that that just like since i had almost like almost felt like an unlimited access to it i just kept taking it and taking it and fast forward to the day that i od um i uh i took two xanaxes in the morning and i put it inside my little fanta and i drank it and even during that time with my pills and uh and all that stuff i was never much of a drinker but that day i decided to drink um and i was very intoxicated and we went to a party that night and i snorted some uh percocets perk 30s and uh and then from there i drove home and i remember snorting like maybe i was on like my fourth or fifth one and i woke up yeah I, i woke up and i was in the ambulance and i had no idea what was going on i remember i think i blacked out again i woke up and there was doctors all around me um and i had this oxygen mask in my face and i kept taking it off and i was like i can't breathe i can't breathe and the doctor was like well if you keep on taking that off you're gonna die and then i blacked out again and i woke up uh my father was beside me um a bunch of my family was there and i have i have i have a now i have a different set of friends right but like I have three people, and, I, and I'm sure maybe you have this too. Like they've been my friends since high school, and even though I didn't talk to them during my dark point in my life, they were still there for me when I woke up. Like my true, true friends. Yeah. And uh, and I, mean, I had this big tube in my mouth. I don't know exactly what it was for, but they pulled that thing out. I swear it was like this long when I and I, and I started shaking, and then I passed. I woke up, and then that's when I started talking to my family. Um, I. Uh, I didn't really. I, oh, I was going through withdrawals. Um, I was. I didn't have like the cold sweats or nothing, but uh, I had restless legs. Um, I remember going to go watch Wonder Woman, and I couldn't even sit down and watch the whole thing. Like I had to leave because I needed to to snort some pills, some some painkillers, and uh, so after the OD, um, like I said, I didn't learn my lesson. I was still snorting pills, and one night I took some acid. And uh, I was going through Snapchat, and you know, like on the stories, it saves all your old stories. Yeah. And um, I saw from like, like I guess in the trip, like where everything first started, and then to the pictures of me in the hospital. And I just looked at myself in the mirror, and and I'll sound crazy when I say this, but um, but I was also tripping really hard. So <laughs> I, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, "Dude, you're you're a loser. You're nothing." like you're disappointing your family um like well what are you doing with your life like you should have just died like there, there's there's no point for you to be here right now and like i i am not lying like i was hitting myself in the face like i think that's where the mma career really took off where i found out like okay this might be for me <laughs> but uh but no I, I started hitting myself and uh and i was like okay i, I gotta change and so um my my ex at the time or my ex she had uh her mom has some painkillers at her house was this the same girl that you were dating before that you said you were in a toxic relationship with yeah 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 and um and her mom has some perk fives and i remember we stole them and i would just do a little bit at a time um just to help me sleep and just to make that feeling go away and nobody would sell me 
um, any painkillers, uh, just obviously what happened. Um, and uh, that ran out, and I was still having the, the withdrawals. Um, so I would take Adderall, and, uh, and it was not a very good game plan, but I took Adderall, and I, and I would stay up for like two days just so my body would have to crash. And I would try to smoke, but that wouldn't really satisfy what, I guess, my body wanted and, and needed, I guess. Um, and one day, I fell asleep with nothing. Like, nothing. And that's and that's when I realized, like, okay, like, I'm good now. Um, and that's when I say that I, I got sober. Um, for that, for like a whole year, uh, I, I think I drank once or twice. I think I, I smoked... Um, like once but i just hit it like i think it was at a new year's party but um even even to this day like i I go out rarely um i drink rarely uh but yeah um i'm I'm pretty much sober you know uh like besides like that's why i I don't i don't like saying like i'm 100 percent clean but i i am but i'm not like i can go out and have one drink you know it doesn't like for some people, I think having one drink will bring them back to what they were doing before. Yeah. But for me, it's not like that. Um, and also, I've never really liked alcohol like that, so I, I can enjoy a drink or two, you know, and occasional getting a little buzz and stuff. But you, yeah, would you say that maybe there is a? Um, they say that some people have like like an addiction type of personality. Would you say that you do not have like that personality trait? Oh, no, I, I'm definitely an addict. Okay. <laughs> I am uh, even even um, like even as far as like MMA. Uh, so how I got into that, um, it was December of well, in 2019, I think it was December 2017. Uh, so no, no, it was in January last year, January. My friend brought me to the gym. At the time, they had a month uh, trial there, and I went one day and never then just kept going every single day um i'm addicted to that okay. <laughs> i'm addicted to being at the gym but i also think that having that personality trade up i'm gonna have to send it to you it's on a ted talk but it talks about how being an addict is good for the business world this is dude who used to be an addict and now he runs his multi-million dollar business i really look up to that um i haven't looked up more about him but in that video i really love that uh because i could relate to it but yeah i think I think you can use things. Um, I think we all have traits that we that can be a bad thing and a good thing, mm-hmm. but also we kind of have a choice. Unless, like, you know, there's something that's really, really wrong, you know, and you do really need medicine for it. Uh, but in, in my case, um, I can use that energy or whatever you want to call it in a good way. What kind of painkillers were you taking? Really, anything I could get my hands on. Um, Perks, Vicodin. Uh, so, I mean, it could have been five, seven and a half, thirties. Um, fentanyl. Uh, I've shot up before. Um, that I never got it. Well, I, I only diff. Uh, I only shot up twice in a day. Um, but I, I really, really any painkiller, methadones, anything. Do you, is fentanyl pretty easy to get your hands on, or just for for people in general? Uh, so where I'm at, um, and really 
and you can look that stuff on bias. I think anywhere in the U.S., really around the world, everything's pressed with fentanyl. Yeah, a lot of things are, unless you're getting it uh, prescribed. Um, a lot and a lot of people are are getting things that are pressed with fentanyl. Um, it's sad, but it's true. You know. Um, yeah, it's nuts. You know, it, it's you know mm-hmm. with the you know the opioid crisis going on right now. You know, it's. It seems like uh, I read somewhere a comment from somebody on social media, you know, someone was like, you know, how did this happen, you know, so quickly, you know, but it's it's been going on for quite a while. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's sad. And, and and just to think that and, I, and I, I don't remember what it was or what it is now, but just then knowing that that I would have just been a number, you know, yeah, and that that's nuts. That's I think that that's one of the craziest things too like just knowing that that i could have been there one of the people that died from that did you have a any kind of spiritual experience um so i have a friend so the the friend that that brought me to the gym he's an atheist right okay. and i love that i love him to death um i believe there's something out there i think there's something greater i don't know what it is i can't tell you um but uh, one thing that that I then I, and I grew up as as a Christian, um, and I was thinking uh, like so I didn't see nothing. Every time I blacked out, it was black and it was dark, and I was just thinking, so what if hell isn't? Because I wasn't a, a good person. I wasn't a good person. So I, I'm assuming if if there was a heaven to hell, I'd be going to hell, and <laughs> uh, and and it was just black. And so I was thinking, well, what if? It's not fire and demons everywhere, but it's your greatest fear. Yeah. Or, and, and for me, like, I'd be damn scared if I was just in a black room and I couldn't see nothing and there was nobody there and just being lonely like that. Yeah. You know, um, and then me and him talking, he's an atheist, so he has something for that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I guess that was pretty spiritual. Um, like, I've had some crazy things happen uh, since then, and I've talked to priests and stuff about it, um, but I don't know. You know, it's it's, uh, it's just, wow, the world's weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's, um, I, I kind of believe somewhat in, I, I grew up a Catholic, but okay. I also believe that there is, like, energy and, and, and stuff like that, you know? And I think that maybe that, that falls into um, religion in a way, because... Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what religion is. It's be- it's believing in something, you know, and mm-hmm. but nothing, not, everything isn't accounted for, you know. Yeah. So if if someone were to say that they had some type of experience, and uh, someone else says, you know, of of some kind of uh, some type of religious principle is like, no, that's you were just hallucinating, you know. It's like, well, who do you say what yeah. kind of experience they had, you know? Yeah. That's why yeah. I was I was I was curious about that. So you've, at what point were you like, okay, so you, you slept without anything one night and then you went to the gym. When was it where you were like, I'm, I'm like free, I'm free from doing, uh, from, from doing drugs. I, I couldn't tell you like exactly what day it was. I just remember that there was a moment where I realized I didn't need nothing. Okay. Um, but the crazy thing is like, for some reason in my head i just thought like okay the goal is all i have to do is get sober and then my life is good (laughs) and once i got sober i realized i was like damn like 
I need to get like a job that pays good. I need to get a car. I need to get my license. Like yeah. there's so much stuff I still need to do. Like being sober, I mean, it obviously it mattered for me big time. Yeah. But the, the, for some reason, I just thought life was over and it was gonna be just a good time after that. Yeah. But there are still more struggles I had to overcome. Yeah. You know, so I wouldn't say that there was ever. Would you say that there were good struggles that you had the that you had to get through? Oh yeah. Um, v- like. It was it was very rough, um, but I'm glad I went through it. Uh, I, I had my dad as a big support. Um, so really, when I got sober, I, I was alone um, in that. I mean, I had my family to talk to, but I mean, they'll even tell yourself I had to overcome that myself. But uh, one thing that I really remember my dad telling me is uh, something good has to come out of this. He said, I know what had, this happened sucks. And, you know, um, we knew something like this was either going to happen or you're going to be in jail. Uh, but we can turn this into something good, you know, and there was a, a point in time, like when I moved back in with my, with my parents, um, like probably like two or three times a week, I would call my dad and just be like, yo, dad, I'm sad. Like, I don't know what's wrong. Um, I, 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 I'm not a doctor. Maybe I was very depressed. Uh, you know, I mean, it is a pretty traumatic experience, yeah. uh, but I don't like to use that for myself because I don't want it to be an excuse to hold me back. Um, but I remember like, you know, I was working a job. I didn't like, I was working in a factory. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but for me, that's not what I wanted. And, uh, but I just remember just crying, like just alone and just feeling by myself. Uh, and, and back to, I'm, I'm probably going to go back to my dad a lot. Cause I, I love this man. I look out to him. Um, but he told me like, he, he said, uh, he said, son, like, you know how many times I wanted to drink when I knew that you were out there doing stuff, but I knew I couldn't because I wouldn't be dealing with my problem. I would just be pushing it back. And he would tell me, like, look, like, don't find, like, deal with it. Be sad and take that, that head on. Um, that hit. Because it's not. Yeah, yeah. Take, take, take that head on, the sadness, the, the, the depression and, and go after it. Because. Uh, if I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to talk to you. And hopefully one listener out there, this could change their life. If I would have just drank and pushed that to the side, you know, instead of crying those nights, instead of, you know, like just being there by myself, dealing with that. Um, obviously, I'm a lot better now. Sometimes I get a little sad about it, but, you know, things are going good right now. Um, like, great. Now, I, I th- that was June 7, 2017. It's probably been what like a little over two years now and it's crazy i've done like 180 change on my life it's ridiculous i can't believe like i, I still feel like i'm dreaming no kidding it's crazy yeah yeah man the, the change especially when you when you feel yourself going in a positive direction it's kind of yeah. like um I, I always think of the i always think of like hard times or or you know when you have some face some kind of tribulation you know, it's, it's like, this just, this is just part of the deal. You know, I'm going to get through this, you know, it's always hard, you know, but I'm going to get through it. And then when I do get through it, I'll be, you know, kind of coasting again, or what have you getting ready for the next, you know, tribulation. I think mm-hmm. that generally like people somewhat have, uh, they have a, um, th- they're adverse to, they're adverse to having challenges in their life. And they think when they have those challenges that, they're like, oh, it's it's bad for me, or here we go again, you know, type yeah. of a thing, you know. Instead of just thinking of it, 
as a, you know, this is just what it is, you know, and, and yeah. you're, you're a strong person and you'll get through it. And someone on uh, one day, they told me, you know, strong, uh, what was it? Um, hard times don't, they don't last, but, uh, hard people do. And, and, yeah. I've, and uh, I've always kept that in the back of my head. I love that. I, I, uh, one thing that I told myself, uh, like those nights that, that I was, you know, real sad and just really thinking about it. Um, I told myself, like, if a year from now I am letting this hold me back, then I should just die. <laughs> that's a little harsh. Seriously. Well, yeah, but that's the only way that I could have looked at it. Like, at least for me. I'm not telling everybody, like, yo, if you don't do good in a year, just end it. <laughs> <laughs> but but for me, but for me, that's, that's how... And and now that I'm saying it like out loud like this, like I sound like a crazy person, <laughs> but but seriously, man, like I, I told myself like if if I don't change my life and make this better within a year, I should just end it. That should be it. Because I'm letting this hold me back. Yeah. Cause if not, what's the what's the point? What's the whole point of all of this? Like and and that goes back with my dad saying like something good has to come out of this. If that good doesn't happen within a year or something good, I'm not saying like be a big time YouTuber, be famous or not like that, but like just being successful. Yeah, in, in in my own way, or being happy. That's the goal for me. I, I just I just want to be happy, bro. Like I have I have a lot of not a lot of people, but I have people tell me like, yo, you should go to school, like all this, blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong, like I'll go to school if I have to. Right now there's there, there's no reason for me to, but like I, I, not that I don't like planning for the future, but my thing is, is like, I just want to be happy. Yeah. Cause my life could have ended boom right there. I think I was like 19. Wow. Right there. It didn't matter. It didn't matter how much money I had. It didn't matter if I got my master's, none of that. My life could have ended, could end right now. I could be on this podcast and it all be done. And imagine if I wouldn't like, and that might sound crazy again, but if, if I were to die right now on this podcast, I will be okay with it. I don't want to Yeah, die, dude, that'd be but, freaking brutal. Yeah. <laughs> you might get a lot of views on it. Oh, though. my gosh, dude. <laughs> I'm not looking for like that kind of attention. <laughs> no, but, but but honestly, honestly, so if, if I were to pass away right now on this podcast, I would be okay with it because I, I'm leaving a good story for my family to tell now. Um if I would have passed away that day, it would have been hard. Like how as a parent, you're going to tell people that, yeah, my son was a drug addict and he died. Yeah. But now if I were to pass away, they can say he accomplished so much. He's helped change people's lives. Like I've had people come to the gym. Like I'm not playing at all, man. Like they've came to the gym. Like, yo, I've seen your story. And I've, and I've been going through the same thing where there's depression, uh, addiction. They're like, I feel like, this is going to work for me because it worked for you. Like I've had people and it's at the time I was like, what the heck? Like I'm just a regular dude. And I, and I still feel like a regular dude, but, but I'll be okay passing away right now at this moment, knowing that I've done good. And my family can say he changed his life and he became a better person. Like that's my goal at the end of all of this. Now, obviously, I want when I have kids, I want them to be able to have good lives and support their families and stuff. But I want to leave a great story for my friends and family to tell. That's that's one of my biggest goals. 
when uh, on the day that I pass away. Maybe you should make your your next goal for uh, having a good story for your children that say give you a little bit more time. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened with uh, what happened with that chick that you were dating? Um. So. I. Uh, I when when after after the day that I took the acid, uh even though I was still doing drugs, like weaning myself off of it, um, she really wasn't. She was still trying to party and do all that stuff. And uh, I, I remember just telling her, like, look, I'm going to keep getting better without you, like with or without you, you know? And uh, and and th- th- that's just how it's going to go. Like, I remember sitting in this car, it was her car because I didn't have my car, <laughs> but we were we were driving or I was driving and uh, there was this speech and it was like, I can, I will, I must. And the guy was like, I can do this. I will do this. I must do it. And he's talking to the crowd in this video. It's a motivational speech and he's yelling it and the crowd is yelling it back. And I'm in my car, bro. I, I hope nobody got me on video, but I was yelling, crying in the car. I can, I will, I must. And that day, I that's that's I feel like it was that day a couple of days later I had told her like look I'm gonna keep making my life better with or without you at this point like at that point I was like I'm willing to leave anybody behind who doesn't need to be here I'm I'm ready to make my circle to me if that's what it has to come to yeah. you know so and then eventually that's what ended up happening I told her I was like look I was like I'm, I'm gonna leave you behind and and I let and I and I left it behind you know. Uh, if not, I, I don't think I'd be where I'm at right now. And I'm not famous, and I'm not no big time anything, but I wouldn't be happy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think it's a really healthy way of dealing th- with things because uh, a lot of times when people break up with with someone, they, you know, they kind of let it linger on for a while. You know, they they break mm-hmm. up, but they, you know, they're still hooking up and stuff like that, and they, you yeah, know, they don't really yeah. just like end things. You know, or kind of just walk away. Yeah. You know, and and to to tell yeah. somebody. That, I think that's what I'm going to tell everybody from now on, man. Just say, hey, look, I'm looking to grow in a way that you're not looking to grow. And it's okay. This relationship has ran its course. This this kind of stuff happens all yeah. the time. You know, we don't need to kid ourselves about it. So one thing that I told, and I've told this to teammates at my gym, friends, uh, the, the girl that I'm currently dating to, um, like me, me and you right now are on the same path, right? as far as like YouTubing, um, you're doing a different thing than what I'm doing, but right now we're connected cause we're talking mm-hmm. right now. If, if you fall off or like if you fall off, but you're like, you're doing good things, then I'm proud of you. I'll support you. I'll post you on everything that I got. And, and for example, let's say you get hooked on drugs. I'll hit you up, bro. Or if you stop posting videos, I'll hit you up. Be like, yo man, like, is everything all right? And after like a month or two, you know, and I'll still hit you up, but it's like, yo, if, if you're not going to change and get better, I can't help you. I can keep saying these things, but if you're not going to take it and run with it and use it, then at the end of the day, that's on you. Right. You know? So like I have like my, my three good friends that, that were there when I woke up in the hospital, one's in the military, one started a family, the other one's a social media, uh, uh, social media like market or whatever that's what he does for a living and i love all three and then the death i would do anything for them and uh i i hardly see them 
I don't talk to them too much. We, uh, I mean, sometimes we talk shit on the little group message, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, but I love them to death. But, we, but they understand too, like, we're not connected in the path right now. We're all connected in the path of success, but one's military, family, social media, and MMA gym, you know? But at the same time, I'm still rooting for them. And if they were to fall off, like, they best believe I'm going to hit them up and be on them about it. But at the end of the day, that's not going to stop me from doing what I need to do. Just like when I got hooked on drugs, their life kept going up. They kept doing yeah. better, you know? And that's just, it's, I think some people don't understand that, but it's, it's part of life. And it, I feel like if you're trying to have any success, it's what you got to do. Yeah. I don't think any good friend would want to hold their friends back, you know, especially like no. the good friends. Yeah. Dude, I got, I got three three really good friends that uh, kind of like the same thing that's actually how the five seven started where we used to call ourselves the okay. five seven back in the day and uh I, yeah and that's kind of like where the uh the idea of the podcast came i haven't really gotten into that and i haven't really talked about it on the podcast uh yet which i'm sure i'll do in the future i might have everybody on one day like all all three of us my cousin was on the podcast with me earlier and we started a business recently so he's kind of running that awesome. so i'm kind of running the podcast on my own and uh but I'm, you know like like you said dude we're it's like it's like we're all on like the same path i would say like mm-hmm. i guess you could say like going towards success but everybody has to do mm-hmm. their own thing you know everybody has to yeah. i mean that's just how adult life is we're, I mean, we can't we can't hang yeah. out every day like we used to when we were 16 you know and and, and everybody yeah. has their own family so you know they have their own motivations to do but we'll all be there for each other no yeah and that's i think uh i, I mean i learned that real quick uh i'm not mad about it you know uh I said they 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 were the ones that were there out of everybody, you know, my family and them and their family to me, you know. So I, I'm I'm blessed to have friends like that, and I'm sure you're blessed to have friends like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, uh, so what do you have going on in the future? Like, what's what's uh, headed up down the road for you? Dang, hopefully a lot of stuff, man. Hopefully, uh, so, um, I. I just be- I became general manager at our gym. It's a it's a small gym right now, but we're making real big moves. Uh, and hopefully, what it seems like is like I'm gonna be a big part on the growth, um, which is great. I've been putting in work there. Uh, the YouTube channel that I started is doing quick. I think in the past seven days we jumped up like 50 subscribers, 47 subscribers, awesome. something like that. Yeah, and uh, I'm I also referee street beefs. And I don't know if you've heard of them or saw that on my channel. They almost got like a million subscribers on there. But uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with the guy who runs it. So he's, I mean, he's been showing a lot of love. It's, it's great to have that. As as like instead of starting out with nothing, you know, I have backup uh, from them, which is great. Like I appreciate. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just told me to make a YouTube, and we got started on it. And. Uh, so what is yeah, that? Is that I like Kimbo Slice they, fights or something like that? Kinda, okay. kinda. It's backyard fighting. It's it's pretty cool. You gotta look it up. Street okay. beats. You'll see me back there refereeing oh, yeah. with this shirt on right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think they're planning on uh, on moving, um, doing like street beats in California because right now it's based in my hometown. Okay. 
um, which is crazy. You know, uh, like, so I'll, I'll be talking to him because he comes to our gym. And I'm like, you know, I was like, bro, I forget that you're famous sometimes. He was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a cool dude. Uh, but, yeah, so they're planning on going to Mike Tyson's ranch and doing fights over there. Um, and from what I know and what he's told me is that I'm going to be going over there with him. Uh, also doing some fights in Brazil at some points. And I'm going to be going over there, too. Okay. So, hopefully big moves um but for now i'm gonna keep doing my thing man posting my videos uh and just just keep doing that fighting training that's awesome dude hey man yeah. i really you i really appreciate you coming up on the podcast man i really enjoyed your uh really enjoyed your story yeah dude this, this is awesome i said i feel like i'm on joe rogan right now i was telling <laughs> my girlfriend i was also nervous <laughs> but uh yeah dude it's just an honor i i, I love i love what you're doing on here um and definitely like like we i want to do this again sometime <laughs> this is awesome i want to start my own little podcast too like um, an mma podcast or something or, like that whatever whatever <laughs> it don't matter i, I I'm, I'm a big talker i can talk whatever <laughs> so <laughs> i just enjoy talking that's funny man yeah i'll have to have to have you back on we can uh you know just uh, catch up and see how you're doing see how things are going for you all right, awesome, man. Sounds good. Well, hey, man. Once again, can you um can you let everybody know like what your social media uh, pages are and and how they can follow you? Yeah, yeah. So um, my uh, YouTube channel. I'm gonna I'm zoom in on this a little bit. Lord Bestaban. Um, that's the that's the YouTube. Uh, I do uh, fight breakdowns for street beefs. I also do exclusive interviews with their fighters um follow me on instagram so that's at bestabon underscore two underscore uh i don't be using twitter so don't worry about twitter's that. weird man uh, it's really weird yeah yeah i get uh, lost dude Facebook. when people start when people start commenting i i like i like lose yeah. it dude i'm like i don't even know where i'm at <laughs> right there's so much stuff yeah. on there um but uh facebook i just started a page i think uh what like four days ago we just hit 100 likes on there that's awesome um go like that that's lord bestaban and yeah that's on my handles right there awesome man and i'll also put a link for the pages in the description as well awesome but awesome. hey man once again thank you for coming on man and i really appreciate it and uh yeah, bro, that's all we got for you today guys this is pre out mm -hmm.